Hello. 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 It's not showing live. What is going on here? Mm. Well, that's weird. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <clears throat> there it is. Oh, good. Oh boy. <laughs> Feedback. Hello. 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 <laughs> can you hear it? Yeah. Hello. I can hear it. Hello. Hello. Yeah, it's echoing back. So Hello. We're good. We're good. Finally. We're good. Okay. Yes, we are. Oh, there goes the echo shit. Stop. Okay, so there's that there speaker. Hello, we are doing uh, some testing on on air, right? Yes, we are. And we're gonna try speak it out, speak it After last week, what? <laughs> After last week, yeah. We definitely have to test all the things. Okay, there's speaker. After my phone reboots, let's see how this works, and we'll get the show Andy Rude. After you show me the money. Mm-hmm. What's that background noise? Is that the fridge again? Probably. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so we'll do this. Sprika. S P R E K dirty's right there. <laughs> um is this it? Nope. So there are people at least on Spreaker that are using the original or the red pill show or Dion Diari. What does this say? Diario? Can you see that? Mm, okay. I don't even know what that says. No, we don't need glasses though. Nope. <laughs> Diario. Red pill. The REO Red Pill show, and then the Red Pill show, and uh, this has happened a long time ago. But make no mistake. See, I can't even find us. I know. I it's very weird. Let, let me do it. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Well, I have to assume if it's doing it on Spreaker that it's doing it on... I mean, if it's doing it on... Podbean. Right. It's doing it on Spreaker. Try one more time. Yeah, it doesn't even show up. I don't know why. I'll have to figure that out. Not my problem. Oh, oh no. That was not live. Mm-mm. Well, let me try the recording studio for the whole of it. And then we'll, because I'm not going to waste too much more time. Mm-mm. Well, it's voice recorder. Um, 
Spreaker Studio. Uh uh. Hmm. Create my profile. Podcasts. Oh, there we are. Live right there. I'm good. So let's see what it does. Feedback. Warning. Hello. Nada. I don't know what's going on, Spreaker. Huh. It should be working now. You would think. Do, 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 S-P-R-E-A. Well, at least we got one format. Yeah. Done. Manage your podcast. I'm in the managing gym, all right. <laughs> Here. Okay, so let's see what this does. But I won't let you play. Yeah, look at that. That's weird. Hmm. I'm asking it to play. Maybe because that's where, how is that where we're recording from? I don't know. Hmm. You should be able to listen to it though. Just like, mm-hmm. just like Pod being here. Right. So I have no idea. But I'm getting sick and tired of it. Hmm, let's do this really quick. Spreaker, and then let's go. Let's see. I think it shows live stuff. No, I just think we're gonna have to wing it and trust that it does it. Okay, as long as as long as one of them is recording, we're good. Mm-hmm. We're broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Can you get closer to that yep. big black thing, or am I gonna have to? Nope, I got it. Turn it up, make it larger. <laughs> oh yes. Okay, so here we go. What? You know. Don't be what? bumping me. Oh, I am. Um, Intros. Here we go. Yeah, let's test this one. So it's been so long since we've done this here. And I'm dead tired. Uh, but that's yeah. no excuse. We both are. Okay, so let's watch some work. And then we'll just find out if Spreaker works later. There we go. The original Red Pill Show. Welcome to a brand new episode. Da 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 da. This show really fucking sucks. Okay. <laughs> not a good way to start, sweetheart. It's not me. I have no control of this. What's that? <laughs> your mouth, you mean? You have no control over your mouth. That's, That's why I'm doing a show. Uh huh. What is Perfect. that? I don't know. Well, I just picked <laughs> oh, no. up my girlfriend. What are you playing there, sweetheart? I don't know. Sounds like Blake Shelton. (laughs) It does. Go to your internet. Play it backwards to get my life back. What the hell's going on? 
pretty girls pick ups and cut off See? All right. you know what Who is this? Stop playing. Dirt roads, you saw what I did. All I did was play that. <laughs> I, I did not play any. I don't know how to stop it because I'm not used to match yet. You're not gonna sing with me? <laughs> Apparently not. Is it on music right there? I don't. Where, where is the music? Where? Audacity's not open. Let me see. Yeah, Audacity's open, but this ain't from there. Apple Music open. Watches. There's always gonna be a party out in Man, that's me playing guitar. How the hell is that be shit? Tell me now. There it is right there. I bet you that one. Stop. Yes. That was Blake Shelton. See, you were right. Country on the radio. Red, 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 red. Okay. And I'm going to marry Gwen <laughs> Stefani. After I break up with that bitch, I'm married to... No, what's her name? Sorry. Melissa? Miranda. Miranda. So, her. Okay. Might come true. It's a prediction. Let's see. They already did get married. Oh, they... Damn it. Nice try, though. All right. Here we go. All right. So, it's playing that one. And it won't let me... I think I got it on auto range, so that's why that does that. I don't care. Okay. We got to pick an intro. And there they are there. Okay, so here we go. We're going to start the show. We got a lot of explaining to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you we really do. And you won't believe it, but I don't really care. So here we go. The original Red Pill Show. Welcome to a brand new episode. La 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 la. Why You're are you stubbed dead, Blake? <laughs> You're <laughs> fucking up my show, man. <laughs> hmm. Much fear. Oh, I sense no. in you. Shove my penis in your butthole. I will. Look at that. He just will not go away. <laughs> He's cursed. I don't even like Blake Shelton. Uh, you're going to need to uh, click on Shh, that. We're doing a show. We got Americans with families can't even buy a meal. Ask a brother who's been downsized if he's getting any deal. This is a professional here. Ass till they put him in his grave. He ain't got to be a black boy to be living like a slave. Rich people have always stayed on top by dividing white people from colored people. But white people got more in common with colored people than they do with rich people. We just got to eliminate them. Eliminate. Eliminate. Who, rich people? White people. Damn. Black people, too. Brown people, yellow people. Get rid of them all. All yeah. is a voluntary, free-spirited, open-ended program of procreative racial deconstruction. Everybody just got to keep fucking everybody till they're all the same color? The first question will be from Jan Carl and is for Senator Bulworth. Senator Bulworth, the news today requires us to ask you about the sudden change in your campaign style. <laughs> Could you explain it? Why are you here? Let's admit it. You're here because you're making a bundle, right? 
I uh, beg your sit. pardon? Oh, you mean you're not here because you're getting paid a bundle of money. Come on, come on. We got three pretty rich guys here getting paid by some really rich guys to ask a couple of other rich guys questions about their campaign. <laughs> but our campaigns are financed by the same guys that pay you guys your money. <laughs> so, I mean, what are we talking about? I'm bringing a man down there. If they don't like it, they can kiss right, my right. ass. Um, I could tell you stories about getting money from these guys that would pin your ears back. <laughs> you have stories about me. I mean, uh, I don't know about uh, Hugh. Do you have that? Uh... Oh. But uh, I tell you, we got a club, got something high right? Here. Republicans, Democrats, what's the difference? You know, your guys, my guys, our guys, us guys. It's a club. So why don't we just uh, have a drink? <laughs> you? No. Uh, you know, Hugh, if you win this thing, you, you really got to think about where you're going to put your kids in school. We, we put our daughter in Sidwell Friends with Clintons. Uh, the Gores really like St. Albans. But a public school anywhere around Washington's a disaster. Excuse me, Senator. If you don't mind, at the moment, I think we're here to ask about the news of your campaign. <laughs> news? What are, what, what are you talking about, the news? Come on, the guys you and I get our money from, they don't want the people to have the news. They want you to think that corporations are more efficient than government, right? You want to know why the healthcare industry is the most profitable business in the United States? Because the insurance companies take 24 cents out of every dollar that's spent. You know what it takes the government to do the same thing for Medicare? Three cents out of every dollar. Now, what is all this crap they hand you about business being more efficient? Oh what the hell, the hell is going on in here? Government doesn't make a profit. These guys need to be regulated. What, do you think these pigs are going to regulate themselves? What's going on? Uh, gentlemen, if you'll please pardon the interruption, it seems as if we're experiencing some technical difficulties here. <laughs> hey, you, 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 what's up? What's up? <laughs> what's happening, baby? Huh? <laughs> He's had his time. Bless him. You know, the guy in the booth who's talking to you on a tiny little earphone, he's afraid the guy's at network going to tell him he's through. If he lets the guy keep talking like I'm talking to you, because the corporation's got the networks and they get to say who gets to talk about the country and who's crazy today. I would cut to a commercial if you still want this job, because you may not be back tomorrow with this corporate mob. Cut to a commercial. Okay, flush him. Cut the commercial. Cut the commercial. Cut the commercial. Cut the commercial. Okay, okay. I got a simple question that I'd like to ask of this network that pays you for performing your task. How come they got the airwaves? They're the peoples, aren't they? Wouldn't they be worth 70 billion to the public today if some money grubbing Congress didn't give them away for big campaign money? It's hopeless, you see. If you run in for office without no TV, if you don't get big money, you get a defeat. Corporations and broadcasters make you dead meat. You've been taught in this country their speech that is free, but free do not get you no spots on TV. If you want to have senators not on the take, then give them free airtime. They won't have to fake. So who walks in the room? Huey Newton. You know who Huey Newton was? You know, a lot of people I talk to that are black at your age, they have, they have no idea who he was. Huey. Why do you think there are no more black leaders? Some people think it's because they all got killed. But I think it has more to do with the decimation of the manufacturing base in the urban centers. Senator? An optimistic, energized population throws up optimistic, energized leaders. And when you shift manufacturing to the Sun Belt in the third world, you destroy the blue-collar core of the black activist population. 
Some people would say the problem is purely cultural. The power of the media that's continually controlled by fewer and fewer people. Add to that monopoly of the media, a consumer culture that's based on self-gratification. Now, you're not likely to have a population that wants leadership that calls for self-sacrifice. But the fact is, I'm just a materialist at heart. If I look at the economic base, high domestic employment means jobs for African-Americans. World War II meant lots of jobs for black folks. That is what energized the community for the civil rights movement in the 50s and the 60s. An energized, hopeful community will not only produce leaders, but more importantly, it'll produce leaders they'll respond to. Now, what do you think, Senator? We stand at the doorstep of a new millennium. Our obligation is to Listen reduce the a little time in on this. and at the same time restore its creative power. To reinvigorate our society and uh, bring about a uh, rebirth of uh, democracy. Uh, any questions? Nice. Good evening. Yes. Less is more. When the riots and civil unrest went down about four years ago. You promised us federal funding to rebuild our community. What happened? Well, what happened was that uh, we all knew that was going to be big news for a while, so we all came down here, Bush, Clinton, Wilson, all of us. We got our pictures taken, told you what you wanted to hear, and we, we pretty much forgot about it. <laughs> Did he just say what I think he said? Let's see where he's going with this. We can't get health insurance, fire insurance, life insurance. Why haven't you come out for Senate Bill 2720? Well, because you, you haven't really contributed any money to my campaign, have you? You got any idea how much these insurance companies come up with? They pretty much depend on me to get a bill like that and bottle it up in my committee during an election. And in that way, we can kill it when you're not looking. Fred, when you say buy the book, what book would that be? Isn't that obvious? Hey, you got half of your kids out of work and the other half are in jail. Do you see any Democrat doing anything about it? <laughs> Certainly not me. So what are you going to do, vote Republican? Come on, come on. You're not going to vote Republican. Let's call a spade a spade. I mean, I mean, I mean, come on. You can have a billion man march if you don't put down that malt liquor and chicken wings and get behind somebody other than a running back who stabs his wife. You're never going to get rid of somebody like me. It's up to you. What'll we do? What'll we do? Well, it's up to you. You know, it ain't that funny. You contribute all my money. You make your contribution, then you get your solution. As long as you can pay, I'm going to do it all your way. Yes, the money talks and the people walk. You. Now let me hear you say it. Big money. Big money. Big money. Big money. Big money. Big money, big money, big money, big money. One man, one vote. Now is that really real? The name of our game is Let's Make a Deal. Now people got the problems, the haves and the have not, but the ones that make me listen pay for 30 second spots. 30 Yo, Bank of America, this table over here, Wells Fargo and Citibank, you really very dear. Loan billions to Mexico and never have to fear, because taxpayers, taxpayers, take it in the rear. Take it in the rear, take it in the rear, take it in the rear, take it in the rear. Yo, over here, we got our friends from oil. They don't give a shit how much wilderness is spoil. Tell us that they're careful, we know that it's a lie. As long as we keep driving cars, they let the planet die. 
Exxon, the Saudis is in Kuwait. If we still got the Middle East, the atmosphere can wait. The Arabs got the oil, we buy everything they sell. But if the brothers raise the price, we blow them all to hell. Now let me hear you say it. Saddam. Hussein. Saddam. Hussein. I want you to get me a phone number. A Dr. Morris Fishman, UCLA. He's at the Department of Psychiatry. Go, get the number now. Get it now. Go. Everybody's going to get sick someday, but nobody knows how they're going to pay. Healthcare, managed care, HMOs. Ain't going to work, no sir. Not those, because the thing that's the same in every one of these, these motherfuckers there. The insurance companies. Insurance, insurance. Yo, you can call a single payer a Canadian way. Only socialized medicine will ever save the day. Come on now, let me hear that dirty word. Socialism! Lights, 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 Landed in the night to petrified skies Hit by the shock of the speed of sound Wind graphics, wet shards of glass Rain of terror
Welcome to another exciting episode, finally. Finally is right. <laughs> of the original Red Pill Show, comrades. Today is Sunday, August 27th, because mm-hmm. it says so right there. It does. Uh, 2023, this show. It's for entertainment, educational purposes only. Please use it your own risk. The show is copyrighted by us and Freedom. Oh, I'm blowing the doors off. Um, let's see here. <laughs> us and Freedom Rise, uh, Freedom Radio. What is it? <laughs> what do we call this stupid? <laughs> us and Freedom Revolution, Revolution Network. Network. Yes. <laughs> no part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form. Without our written consent, or you could just ask, it must be the acoustics. Because we sound like we're broadcasting in our bathroom. <laughs> we're not, I promise. Sure about that? Well, maybe. What was that? That was disgusting. That was the dog. <laughs> that was the dog. It wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Finally, this show is opinionated and just gross. <laughs> that too. Uh, the host especially co-host. Moi. Are and always will be opinionated <laughs> people that are naughty in the chat room. Guests, callers, whatever, uh, are and always will be opinionated, like I said. Under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice. If you're seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a license if required person in his uh, little Tommy. Hey, man. No, it's name. Broadcasting live, finally, hopefully. Yeah. From the wonderful. Testing one, two. Is this thing on? It's not loud. <laughs> you're not loud enough. I'm going to well, turn you Well, you up. have the power. Oh, there you I make am. Make up your mind Hello. where the hell you're putting your mouth in the <laughs> big black thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I like it right here. Okay. <laughs> so now what? Am I low? Am I, I can't tell. You sound good. Okay, good. Broadcasting live from Colorado, Colorado, whatever, from the mountains. I got to get these. There's so much new stuff. So much. We moved. We did. We, we bought a new truck. We did. We got a new dog. We got a dog. For our apartment here. <laughs> in the park, in the dog park. And what else? I mean. Like that was a lot already. Switch to the Mac. We switched to the Mac. You got strep. Like- I got strep throat. I almost died. <laughs> it was not. Good. It felt like it. Well, yeah, especially since that was moving weekend. Well, when when it feels like you're taking a golf ball and putting battery acid on it and trying to swallow it, that's that's close to death. That's what I had. Yeah, and I I think I rather would have died. But. Yeah. I'm glad you did. Sure as hell felt like it. I don't know. Some people would disagree with you, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what you think. Shh.com. Okay. Ready? So we got to do something about the acoustics again. The yeah. fridge is running. Mm-hmm. Can't do nothing about that. Mm-hmm. So this is learning curve. Uh, address issues as they go. I think the lows look good. Go ahead and talk again. I'm talking. Yes. They don't look terrible. Yeah, look a little low, though. Okay. 
All right. You need to fix that. Yep. Hello. That's much better. Testing, testing, one, two. Ah, ah, ah. 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 Ah, ah, Band practice. Film all these <laughs> porn movies in here. Oh no, and that's Tuesday night. Ah, uh, the band practices. Uh huh. Uh huh. Talk about. So what's going on? It's been uh, I don't know weeks. Mark's been asking me, "You guys still on Spotify?" I'm like, "Yeah." When we, we actually do a podcast. A show. Yeah. And then we did a show last Sunday for two hours. That was sad. And it was all recorded by the shitty internal mics because I didn't have the mixer configured right. Yeah. So that was a big waste of fucking time. We had fun. We just didn't have yeah, fun we with did all have of fun. you. Yeah. We did. yeah. What did we talk about? I don't even remember. <laughs> I didn't either. We were tired last weekend, too. Yeah. I actually have to listen to the shows. Mm-hmm. To even recall what we talked about and then conveyed what we're trying to say. Yes. Which is because this is not edited, it's not scripted. It's definitely ad libbed, fly by the seat of your pants, whatever. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But I am going to comment on this. So on Spreaker, when I would type the original Red Pill show mm-hmm. in the search box, we used to come up all the time. Now there's two other red pill shows that are trying to rip me off again. <laughs> again. No, I don't care. I, I, I mean, I, I honestly don't care. I mean, the more the merrier, but it's not, I just want to make it clear. It's not affiliated with the show. No other show will ever be affiliated with the show. And when this happened before somebody was, um, an imposter. Yeah. And I caught him. And that's why I changed the show from the red pill show to the original red pill show. But I, I personally like seeing it. Like I said, the more the merrier, that means people are waking up and they're getting it and swallow red pill show. And mm-hmm. I don't look at it as competition. I look at it as that's great. Yes. As long as they don't rip us off or they could try. Right. Believe me, you're not going to do a show as horrible as this one. <laughs> Such a vote of confidence. Yeah. Jeez. God, that guy really sucks. Why would you want to? No. I think we're pretty good. I think we had some good. We've had some, some, some good, good podcasts. And I think we're getting back in the swing of doing this on a regular basis again. Yes. Now that we've moved and shuffled things around. And got a dog. We got rescued a dog. a dog. Yes. From what? Bones? Something? Big Bones. Canine Rescue. Big Bones Canine Rescue. Excellent, excellent rescue people. Yes, they, but they were wonderful. They were amazing. And uh, adoption fees were half price for August, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not why we did it. It was mm-hmm. just the timing of it. It was perfect timing. And I've been waiting to get a dog for seven and a half years. Yes. Because mine were taken from me by the Wicked Witch of the West. And that's all I'm going to say. Uh, but I was left one, and she died six months later. And you haven't had a dog a dog since January. Yes, my, my doggy passed yeah. away in January. 
Yeah. So I'm a forever home dog owner. So are you. Mm -hmm. And um, we don't know what the hell her name is, but we named her Maya. Yes. Which means. Courageous and brave. Yeah. Yep. Which she is. And this dog has been through hell. We're not even going to get into it. I wish she could talk to tell us. But uh, from what we heard from these people, this poor dog is. The dog was down to 40 pounds, right? Yeah. She's a big girl. Yeah, and she's a what? Antolian? Anatolian Shepherd. Shepherd. Yeah, so big dog by nature. She's around one to two years old. And when they found her in Texas, she was 40 pounds. So she was skin and bone and ready to die. And they brought her to Colorado. And uh, that was what, three or four weeks ago? Yeah. they And got her back to health. Yeah. She was in foster for a little over a week. Yep. And then we adopted her. So we saved a varmint's life. Yes, and she is a delightful varmint. She's great. She's so sweet, very timid, still doesn't know. Like every time we take her out, she's like, were you taking me to the pound again or somewhere? Yeah. But we've been puppuccinos, pet smart. <laughs> I mean, everywhere we take her, dog park. Oh, yeah. I mean, the dogs are already spoiled. And to will continue to be. Yeah, right. It's going to be the most <laughs> spoiled dog on the planet. Yep. And um, try to break those neural pathways where yeah, just because we're getting in the truck doesn't mean, you know, she's going to get thrown in the pound. Right. So uh, it's going to be a hard thing to break, but so far so good. And, um, yeah, if you can ad- adopt a dog or pet just instead of going out and buying one, yeah. there's plenty of them. I mean. Support those rescues. Yeah, support the rescue dogs because there's plenty of them and probably going to be plenty more. So yeah. we did that. And not to be, uh, you know, like recognized for it or anything. Uh, one of my dogs when we were kids, my parents got a dog, Scooby, and he was from the pound. He was from the Humane Society. So, uh, you know, it's not nothing that I haven't experienced, but I have bought dogs from pet shops and allegedly all the puppy mills associated and all that kind of shit. And I, you know, it's, there's dogs out there that need a home. You don't have to go to the pet shop. Yeah, absolutely. Pet store to get one. No. Or a breeder. But you know, if you want to, it's your choice. There's some really good reputable breeders out there. If you're wanting to be very breed specific. Right. But there are so many dogs. That's why I'm saying it. Just need a home. You, You want to buy a new car and pay 50 grand for it or get a used car. For 30, I mean, you know, might be a poor analogy, but, and it's not about the money, but there's plenty of dogs out there that need homes. So many. They just need some love and a little bit of patience. And they'll be your forever friend. I've only ever, I think except once, I've only ever adopted from rescues. And they all have their little quirks for sure, but they Mm -hmm. can be, they're the most grateful and sweet animals on the planet. They know they're being rescued. Yeah, well, I don't think she knows what the hell's going on yet, except that we did go out to the play today, and I think she thought we were leaving her. She and did, her, but we got dog sitters. Yeah, and her friends watched her. Thank goodness. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, she was very happy we came home. She don't understand what's going on yet, but no. it'll just take time, and she's still she's still a little kid. So uh, yeah, hopefully she outgrows all that and... The triggers of whatever they may be will be gone. But, she, uh, she'll begin to trust. 
All right, so I'm going to bring this up a little bit with President Trump getting thrown in jail. And uh, I did a podcast on my own on Friday. Mm -hmm. First one with my phone live uh, expressing how big of a concern this is and the precedence that it's setting. And then I'm looking through InfoWars right now, but they were posting tweets from criminals, hardcore criminals saying, uh, looking at President Trump's mugshot and all saying, if they still can't vote, they're going to vote for him because now he's one of them and everything else. Whatever they try to keep doing to him, which I think is horrid, and, and it's setting such a bad example, regardless of who this person is and former president and what they allegedly did or didn't, you don't arrest and charge and mugshot a former president of the United States. You just don't do that. And I'm positive there's other ones. If you're going to do it to him, there's a lot more you could do it to, put it that way. Yeah, I'm, my issue is simply that everyone across the board should be treated the same. Yeah. Period, end of story, whether yeah. you're a president or not. Um, which means if you are, if you are, if it, if a mugshot is warranted, then I guess that's what needs to happen. But I also feel very strongly, you know how I feel about this particular human being, and I felt this way since the 80s. So this is not like, this has nothing to do with him being a president or any other thing. I just, I've never had a really great feeling about Donald Trump. And he is still a citizen of this country, and he still deserves to be treated just like anyone else. He still deserves a fair trial. He still deserves all of the things. And it disturbs me that I don't know that he'll get that here. That bothers me a lot. Well, the thing is with being a president and they try taking him down for four years that the punishment for being naughty is, um, what do you call it? Impeach impeachment. Right. Okay. So if they couldn't get him an impeachment being a president, they're getting him as a citizen now. Right. And the timing is just amazing going into the presidential presidential election. They're already starting debates. Yes. So I'm sure that's all just coincidence. But mm -hmm. but you, you, what you're doing is now you're you're tying the president of the United States or former president of the United States in the office of a president of title. And the connection now is you can go to jail or prison. And that that should never be a connection. Hmm. That should never. But maybe they know that, so they know they're just a mean. They can do whatever they want, whether they're the president. Which I think they'll get busted a lot easier being a president than being a civilian. But apparently, they're going to go after him. They are being a civilian now, and. Um, I'll go. We've had this discussion. We I've have. gone clear back to Reagan being the last good president of the United States, as far as we know. As far as we know, yeah, could have got national security and all that, you know. So you got to be really careful, and mm -hmm. you know, talk about that. You're now you're domestic terrorist. When back then, that term didn't even exist. Happened before yeah. nine eleven and the Patriot Act and all the other horseshit to violate our rights, but. 
let's just say Reagan, in my opinion, was the best last president that we've had. The both Bushes, just put it this way. I'm not accusing. Just let's ask the question. Bush one or Bush two never did anything to raise your eyebrows or go. That's kind of fucked up, ain't it? And then when they weren't president, did they do things before they were presidents or after presidents being a president? I bet you, I bet you, I bet you maybe. I think so. Where's the Justice Department uh, after all that stuff? And who else? Mm -hmm. Clinton. Mm -hmm. I mean, people just naturally um, meet their expiration date anytime they're around the Clintons and they piss them off. So, but that, that has nothing to do with anything. So it's just coincidence. Um, committing suicide with a shotgun pointed to the back of your head. It's like to see that. So, but you know, that's, so let's go after them for that. See what I'm saying? They, they act like they're immune. And who else do you have? Obama. Heard plenty of stories about that. Are they going after him? Does he even really have a birth certificate? You know, and they tried and they tried they tried to do things and they escaped from it. I think that that's pretty straight across the board. Yeah. Yeah, except if you are trying to straighten things out, then you're the enemy, and then they do what they're doing to Trump, like him or not. Yeah, exactly. Like it yeah. or not. So they set a precedence way back, probably even to Nixon, maybe even before. Who who really knows? You know, because Nixon did some stupid things too um, with Watergate and everything, but I was just a kid. Um, but, it, you know, the two, like I said, all these pres- presidents I've mentioned, I'm positive they did one naughty thing. I'm sure they did lots of naughty uh, things. I, I would bet on it, regardless of the intent in the situation. You know, and maybe they had to do it, and that's fine. I respect that. But the point is, they did something they shouldn't have done, and they did it. Correct. So go get them. <laughs> yeah. But if, if you've done, if you yeah, did that ever since the Bushes, I know nobody would touch the presidency, the office. Of the of the United States, especially even now, because now let's just say one of those presidents did do something, but it wasn't intent to stop an insider or a person from calling out how crooked and corrupt Washington D.C. is. Okay, if they did something to avoid a terrorist act or you know whatever, that that's different. Okay, because they're doing their job and. CIA, NSA, what, you know, okay, you know, whatever, like Arnold right. and FUBAR. Mm. So much shit going on. And all presidents, uh, plausible deniability, they didn't know. Okay, sure, sure they did. But what I'm saying is those intents and actions, quote unquote, were justified for the better of the country, I would assume. But this, this is actions against somebody that was calling them out for corruption and hypocrisy and everything else. So if Trump gets convicted and sentenced to prison or jail, that's going to send the message. And I think there's an intent to sending that message that don't fuck with us because you'll end up in prison. So what about the people that do want to change the system? 
like DeSantis or uh, anybody else that's running, and they truly want to, but they're going to go, well, fuck, I don't want to end up in prison or prosecuted forever. In all honesty, this message has been being sent for centuries. Exactly. <laughs> it's but absolutely it, true. But it's pretty blatant now, though. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So it, it'll remain to be seen, but the more it's like when Obama went after our guns, he was the best gun salesman in the planet because sales went through the roof. And now, and like you said, they're making Trump a martyr. So the more they go after him, you know, people are going to be awake and go, wow, what are they doing to this guy? You know, this is horrible. So then they're going to stand behind him and go, well, fuck you guys, because this is wrong. Even if he is a narcissist, and a and a um, and a misogynist, misogynist and all the things. and a racist and an elitist and a prick and selfish and this and that. Yes, still does not justify what they're doing to him. No, I know lots of people like that, and they should still get a fair trial too. And they're making him a criminal now. Yeah, you're innocent till proven guilty. Although it doesn't seem that way anymore. You're guilty till you prove your innocence. Yeah, and um, I, I kind of think the whole thing's going to get thrown out, but. I.e., we're going to come after your guns, and everybody goes buy guns. Uh, we're going after Trump. We're going to get a mugshot up there, and people are going to go, this is fucked up, and, and you're selling more guns. See, it's backfiring on them. As any kind of publicity does, unfortunately. Well, but not how these people think. No, it, I get it's it. It's counterintuitive to how they think. Oh, no, I get that. They, they're such slime balls and assholes, and what they do, it's their job to discredit people in Washington and politics, because that's how you move up. But when you're doing it in this case, it's going to come back at you. Right. And, and, and I just think the best man or woman should want, win the election. But as far as President Trump goes, this should, this should not be happening, nor should it ever happen to anybody again in the history of, of this country. Right. It, it, and it's all... It's all debatably, and we'll let the courts decide if they're fair and just. Ugh, that's the, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. don't know how fair and just it could be based I, I on don't know, the circumstances. But, it, but, but if it's not, then we're in big trouble because our justice system is the last, last defense for holding up our republic. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you have three branches. Well, yes. In in. Hypothetically, that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. <laughs> We're supposed to have all of these checks and balances to keep everybody fair and neutral and all of the things, but that's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a whole nother soapbox for me to step on. But later. the justice part of it, what do you have? Executive, judicial, and what's the other one? Exactly. I just had it in my head. Yeah, me forgot. too. I know, and it just left. Legislation. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so those two can be corrupt, but the judicial system should be the one with honor, integrity, dignity, and injustice, i.e. the justice system, not the revenge system. This is the justice system. And that's our Supreme Court, the whole nine yards, whether it's state or federal, which, as I understand it, that's how it works to the highest court in the land or land or country. And if that's corrupt, then we're, we're doomed. I think... Just from my perspective, on an outside perspective, if you have any one person 
in any of those positions of power that are interested in any way in personal gain, you've now got a corrupt system. Period. End of story. Well, it appears to be that way, and I pray that it's not because yeah. some people have magically escaped the um, the uh, what is it the law the law what was the saying you can't escape the law you can't run from the law the law always catches up with you or you know whatever yeah and justice should be blind there's all kinds of sayings. Right. You know, and 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 it's not uh you just can't run from the law. Eventually they're gonna get you. Yes. Yeah. Except if you're some people I'm not gonna name. And the even in the history of our country, they seem to magically have the charges dropped or lack of evidence or la lack of intent, which I don't understand that one. It's like, well, that person didn't have intent. Well, I didn't intend to speed my fucking car either because they had to get around some asshole and then he gave me a speeding ticket. I didn't intend to do that. I had to get out of this guy's way. So now intent is a part of whether you're being charged or not. I don't think that's right. Well, it's like the difference between murder and manslaughter. I didn't mean to kill him. Yeah, I guess, well, I guess you did. Yeah. Manslaughter is mean, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. It's messed up, but I just, I think we're on, I was concerned me so much on Friday that I think we are on the precipice of turning into a banana Republic and you just prosecute and arrest your competition. If you're a, a, a politician, cause that'll definitely make you win. And hey. that's not right. Venezuela, they, you know, a lot of people, countries in South America do it. And they All still the do time. It, or they disappear. But like, I also forbid, believe it's been happening in this country for a long time. God forbid you run to replace Putin. You just might be dead. You know, I mean, maybe, maybe not. Right. But what's even scarier is this, is that I think Putin, this is going to sound, this might even sound treasonous, but it's true. And I've heard it from other people. I think Putin's more, fearful man of God and leader and more respectable than anybody that's been the president in quite a long time. Whoa. Those are some big words. I, that's my opinion. And you're entitled to yeah, it. Right. I just don't, I just don't think there's, I mean, how come every politician and probably Putin, but how come every politician goes in to office poor and comes out rich? I can think of, Several reasons. Well, right, but that's not what it's intended right. for. You're you're right. supposed to go back and go back to your life, uh, but now they got a posh, protected, secret service mansion and chefs and a retirement. And I mean, and and I don't think that's a bad idea because if you if you're an elected servant or president of the United States for four years or eight years. It's gonna get. It's gonna be hard to go back to your old job, right? So I, I, I think that that's. I don't have a problem with it, but if you're going to, again, corrupt that or abuse it, uh, on top of somehow making money while you're in office, um, I don't think that's right. So don't you think Putin does the same thing? Yeah, I just said that. I said before I said this. Yeah. I go Putin. 
They I'm all sure do. The same right? thing. Right. They all do. So I don't live in Russia. I don't want to live in Russia. No disrespect. But, you know, yeah, anybody that has power becomes corrupted in some way. And they definitely yes. somehow magically have more zeros in their bank account. Mm-hmm. And magically things disappear off of their records or out of their lives. Right. The naughtiness disappears. Right. So I don't know. I'm just, what I'm just saying is this, you know, this is all my opinion and speculation, but what I do know is that if we try and convict a former president of the United States on questionable charges, and, and even if he's, if he isn't, well, he is innocent until he's proven guilty. So he's innocent. If it comes out that he is innocent on all these charges, th that's just going to make the presidency look like a, a crack. Yeah. And that's a big problem. When yeah. you are the leader of the free well, world. It, if I saw a, a position in the corporate world and or even the governor, of, every other governor of Illinois has gone to prison. That's not a very good attraction to run for governor of Illinois. <laughs> You're right about that. So if there was a president of ABC Acme Roadrunner Company and every other president or every president that's ran the company has gone to prison on whatever charges... I think you're going to have a hard time when you put that on indeed to get another CEO president to take that job. I would agree. All right. Mm -hmm. So who's going to take the job? I'm, I'm afraid to ask. Well, it's not going to be the best qualified people because I they know. won't touch it with the temple pole. Understandably so. And that's my point. Yeah. So you just lowered the bar for inept, um, lower standard, um, lower caliber people to be the president of the United States. Unless maybe if they move up through the ranks, but I'm just like an outsider. I really highly doubt an outsider is ever going to, like Trump's going to ever win again. You know. But that's I, the system yeah. though. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I can't yeah. think of, every everyone else has been pretty much lifelong politicians so. right that's moved up through the ranks for whatever mm -hmm. reason whether they were in a three-letter acronym organization or mm -hmm. senator or they just you know worked their way up right. governor mm -hmm. you know reagan was governor of uh, california, california. Mm -hmm. so but somebody that wants to come in to make a difference mm -hmm. and is not in the club i don't think that's ever going to happen again not for a long time no not in our lifetime. I mean, I'm just going to put it this way. This election is going to be a, very important. And I've heard that it may be our last election as far as saving our republic. Hmm. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. And then we're going to have the, the uh, we're going to have Star Wars. We're going to have in Hunger Games and whatever else. But we're definitely going to have the uh the empire and we're gonna have the rebels or the alliance yeah it's not hard hard to figure that out so i would tread lightly and be very careful uh and pay attention to what's going on because i think whatever happens is going to alter the course of the country yeah it already yeah. is right and the thing that i hate to see um like we've talked about, the thing that I hate to see is that it's already dividing people again. Mm -hmm. People are still, or 
people are very much getting people that were starting to get along again are no longer getting along no (laughs) no and magically you have all the well there's another covid virus coming out and that's just perfect timing so it's it's amazing it's scary it's sad it's like what the fuck if if this really doesn't like i said on friday when i did my episode on my own if this doesn't wake people up and go what's going on just that what's going on then nothing's going to yeah i mean we're doomed you know oh that's what he deserves because he's uh, all the words we call him and everybody else and he should be in prison it's like well if that were the case then you know 25 percent of the country should be in jail if that's in 100 and 90 percent of washington dc right i mean yeah yeah being she, I'm just going to say it straight up. I didn't think being an asshole was a crime. It's a personality a disorder. People, probably including <laughs> me, depending on who he is. But yeah, I mean, you know, but that's perspective. You don't, you know, right. I, he's a God-fearing man. He does have a good heart. I shared you the story. Yes. That was verified on one of the episodes of The Apprentice right. that Donald Trump's limousine broke down. I don't know, right there, it's like, oh, yeah, of course, his limousine. But just hear me out. His limo broke down on the way to O'Hare Airport, and uh, a guy kindly pulled over and see if the limo needed help, and it was Donald Trump. And how would this guy know that? You know, smoked out black limo, whatever, white, doesn't matter. And uh, it was Donald Trump, and Donald Trump said, I really need to get to the airport. This was years ago. And... This guy, total stranger, brought him to the airport, and Donald Trump got a, his information for helping him. He goes, "Price said something like, I'm going to send you a gift, and he ended up paying off his house. Yeah. So and you can't be that big of a fucking asshole. Or you, the thing is, the bottom line is, I don't believe that any one of us is all or nothing. We can all have redeeming qualities. We can all be have good and bad. We can all be all of the things. That story is amazing and heartwarming. And it's true. And true. Yes. Absolutely. And then there's the other things. But I can say that about all of us. There are plenty of people on this planet right now to probably call me an asshole. You know, like, I mean, it's just what it is. It's we are all good and we've talked about this actually when we were talking oh that's what we talked about last episode that never made it on the air was we talked about the interview with the uh the book oh outwitting the devil. outwitting the devil and so and and very much that that was that's that we all are dark and light so which is a book people you can listen to it free in audio form like you were Mm -hmm. last weekend when we were unpacking and moving and mm-hmm. it's free and uh i was just going to say that to kind of end this part of the show that you're all we all are going to be tested in what type of human we are yes and without winning the devil and i and i'll share this and then this will be it but because we're repeating what you and i talked about but nobody else nobody <laughs> else heard, heard it, it. Because I'm a dumbass and didn't con- configure the computer right. But um, somebody said, and I heard it, um, listening to a podcast or whatever, and this woman who I didn't even know who she was, it's like, 
you look at the actions of what people are doing and you ask the question, okay, who's their God? Is it God, Jesus Christ, or is it Satan? And it's pretty black and white. Yeah. You know what God or Jesus would do and you know what the devil would do. And it's, it's a flow chart. Yes or no. Is their God or who they believe in the devil or God, Jesus Christ? Simple as that. So I would be very careful before you start judging and condemning people. And that's what they deserve and what they get. Um, because that is not a godly thing to do. That's not love and compassion. And it's not even our system. Right. But if you're like, oh, yeah, fry the motherfucker. I hope he dies and, and rots in hell and in prison. Then you better. Well, let's see. Would, I don't remember Jesus ever saying anything like that. But I'm sure the devil's thought it and said it more than once. Well, and if that's what you're wishing on someone, you better take a look at yourself. Right. And choose light. Yeah. Choose light over dark right. every time, no matter what the situation is. Exactly. That's the way to go. So I think you all better step back and, and, and take a look at uh, what you're saying and what you're believing in. And uh, because uh, President Trump is not perfect, um, but he's not the devil. <laughs> I you know, I heard somebody said that he's an antichrist. Then I heard Elon Musk, and I'm like, well, can you guys make up your mind? <laughs> There's a lot of name calling going on out there. Yeah, I, I, know, I don't know who he is, but I know who he isn't. It's not the antichrist. He's not the devil. Yeah. Um, but people paint, paint him out to be. Yeah. And a lot of that comes from hate and judgment and, and the TV, you know, and the news coverages, which is... We don't even, you and I don't even watch it. We'll no. watch YouTube right. and pick specific things that we want to find out, listen to. But I'm not telling, I'm not letting somebody from CNN or Fox News tell me right. what to, what to think and do and, and who to and, hate and who to and, hate and, and who to yeah. love and yeah. support. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing mm -hmm. it. So, uh, and I want to say this on top of this, as we finish this up, I know that this time, with all of this going on, with this crazy election that's coming up, with COVID, with everything else, I know that this time I want to do everything differently. I was on, I was definitely in a different place four years ago. And I know this time I have much more information and have done a lot of self analysis um, in these last four years. And I know for myself, I'm going to do things very differently than I did last time. And like you guys said, do your homework. I've already, yep. I've already seen people wearing masks. And masks don't work, people. I mean, do your homework on them. Do your homework on even military masks. The ones that they hand out or you buy don't work. And they have to be sealed with... If a hair is underneath your mask in your face, one hair, it's not sealed. It don't work. Masks don't work. And plus you're being exposed to... Uh, unhealthy um, against OSHA guidelines, CO2 exposure because you're you're breathing in your own CO2. So you're essentially causing brain damage to yourself. In, in this day and age, we don't need help with that. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going to take that other, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the thing I said to you the other day. If it makes someone feel better, if, if they have been traumatized by this pandemic that happened, and they need to do that. More, fine. More power to them. That's fine. 
That is absolutely yeah, but- a thousand percent okay. It's that is their choice. It's just don't make everyone do it. And I'm going to say this on a personal thing. And I know, I know you've been vaccinated, and that's being fear mongering here. It's again, that's a choice, okay? Right. But it, it's going to go from don't look at me and call me an asshole because I'm not wearing a mask, and then don't treat me different because I've decided to let nature take its course in my own natural immunity. Right. And and you took a quote unquote vaccination. You better do your homework on the vaccinations. You better do your homework on um, the uh, Helsinki Act and the Nuremberg Code. Because when it comes down to it, that's going to be the end of this stuff. It was very eye-opening for me to explore those. Yeah, and and plug your ears on this one. So, (laughs) So when my dad was dying of cancer, he looked at me and my son, who we never did get vaccinated, and I've had COVID. And uh, he was really upset that we wouldn't get vaccinated because we're around him when he was sick. And I, I already knew that they're not, in my opinion, they're not vaccinations. It's not for me. Um, but most everybody in my family decided to get vaccinated. And people are starting to have some serious health issues, high blood pressure, blood clots, um, uh, heart, tachycardia, they're starting to have some weird symptoms. And I did my homework on this stuff and they said it was going to happen between the second and third year and beyond with people having health issues. So I'm just going to be perfectly frank about this and it's going to sound hardened, but you know, my family members might start dropping dead dropping dead my dad's already gone i know those vaccinations didn't help him so but that's a personal choice i would i would be very careful in your own personal choice and actually just keep your mouth shut when it comes to other people's choices because i did not not get vaccinated to get you sick right it's ridiculous right it's ridiculous i I would literally die myself if I found out that I gave somebody COVID and they passed away. Yeah. Or any disease for that matter. Right. But you can't look at it that way. If you want, if you want to do it for yourself, that's a personal choice, but we're going to go through this shit again. I know. And that's why I'm not on Facebook or any, any of the social media stuff. Cause I saw what this did to people and you even admitted it that, it was fear. Absolutely. And I would, I would love to take a second just to say that in my, uh, in my exploration post vaccination, um, I'm discovering some very disturbing things and some health issues may be lining up for me as well that it's, uh, it's not good, but I did not feel like in those moments I had a choice. I felt like it was life or death. And that was it. And I know that there are many, many of us out there in the world that were in exactly the same boat. I just didn't want to die. So that's what I, that's the choice I thought I had. Um, and that may not be true. I'm, I'm doing a lot of research. So. Yeah. You, you always have a choice regardless, especially if it violates your rights. 
if you don't know that though at the right. time i know then, but you know like we've I, talked I, about i know but there's some people that are still in the ballpark yes you were yes because well, what about my kids and what about you know all the fear-mongering things and my my older parents and my grandparents and you know i don't want to get them sick so i'm going to comply right and uh compliance hasn't gotten anybody anywhere and this is how i'm going to handle it so if i need to go into work and i i go into a medical place yeah and they make me wear a mask then i'm going to come up with the legal document that's going to get looked at by an attorney and it's going to say that by making me wear this mask and in me entering this you know entering this facility don't hold me to the exact wording but it's essentially going to say that you're forcing me to do this willfully and knowingly and you are violating the nuremberg code and by signing this and and mandating that to me which i am not in agreement with which is against the nuremberg code you may be tried and convicted of the nuremberg code directly or indirect involvement is guilt if convicted and the punishment is death and what that will do is it'll piss a lot of people off but what it'll do is people will read it and go what are you talking about right so although it's not going to be effective people are going to go well wait what what the hell's the nuremberg code you're violating the nuremberg code and the helsinki act and then it's going to get attention just like charging Trump and getting a mugshot got all the attention of the fucking criminals. So he just increases voter base. So my only intention is not to be, well, it is to be non-compliant, but it, it's to bring to your attention. You willfully and knowingly did this regardless of anything. You are doing it. Right. You are, you are committing the act. And people that got tried and convicted in, in uh, Nuremberg, Germany, the higher-ups, Hitler's higher-ups, were uh, executed, killed, death penalty. And, and the lower minions went to prison for the rest of their life. And it's really, if, if you be honest about it, not reactionary, I'm really doing you a fucking favor. Uh, do your homework. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> I'm doing you a favor. And it, while you're trying to kill people, I was like, no, you know what? I just might be saving your fucking ass from being charged and tried and convicted with the Nuremberg Code. There will be no excuses. I don't care if you're a nurse, doctor, you know, anything that's linked to this from the bottom up and you did it willfully and knowingly, you're, you're going to to be charged and convicted with it and there's no excuses there'll be no well i had to do it or lose my job that's co what's the word coercion yeah yeah and it says right in the nuremberg code nobody be co be coerced against your will involuntary and there's ten of them so that's that's coercion and you're part of it and doing it because it was your job or whatever is not acceptable so you deal with it. I'm just, I'm, I'm really doing you a favor. You just, you can't see it, uh, but you will. <laughs> Trust me. If, if we get somebody that has had enough and finally decides to 
serve justice, there's going to be a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. And some you might not even want to care to admit or even think about, because I've thought about this for a long time. Yeah. It's going to start at the top and come down. So just remember that one. All right. So let's finally, I don't know how long we've been doing this, but uh, it's 844. So you want to talk about the play? And that's, I mean, that's pretty deep. <laughs> yes. While we're well, you, both you, totally. You kicked this off because you're a huge fan of her and what we did. and uh, Yeah. Um, we went and saw Jagged Little Pill, the Broadway musical, today. And it kind of hit us sideways, to be honest. Uh, we didn't know what to expect. Uh, I have been a huge fan of Alanis Morissette since forever, since she showed up on the scene back when she was doing like Canadian little, like when she was a kid, she's just an awesome human. Um, and for me, the jagged little pill album was, uh, it got me through a lot of hard times. It helped me work through a lot of things, uh, as music does because I'm a musician. It's what I love. Um, and the fact that she was, she took part in creating this Broadway musical. They, they took all of the songs from the album and turned it into a story. And it hit on so many hard issues. Um, it hit on addiction. It hit on rape. It hit on, uh, what other big ones did it hit on? I mean. Elitism, oh, marriage problems. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Uh, it racism, Overdose. racism. Um, uh, the, I mean, it, it the hit, gender thing. Oh and yeah, they tied that absolutely. It. They did. Um, yeah, the LGBTQ community, like all of it. So it, there was a lot to unpack with this particular thing, and I love how they tied all of these big issues. Whatever your opinions are on it, they tied all of these big issues into this album. And I just think it was brilliant how it was all put together. She was, uh, she actually created this or helped create it. Um, so anyway, uh, it, it hit us both pretty hard. Uh, cause if you're a human being, you've probably experienced at least one or been touched or affected by at least one of these issues, uh, or several, Family dynamics, marriage. Oh, yeah, it hit on all of that, too. Like, that was a big thing, too. So, yeah, I mean, you're not going to walk away from this not being affected. There's no way. This is not just fun and entertainment. Yeah, it was a great album. The music is amazing. The acting was amazing. But this was all the feels. And it brought up uh, dysfunctionality and... Um and uh, unhealthy mental abuse in a relationship. Yes. And then confronting somebody for that. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's really, it hit on all the big human issues, I think. And everybody's been through that. I mean, when, yeah. when that one girl, so without giving anything away, the, the mom who has been in Disney productions and everything and singing, I mean, they weren't Alanis, but they were fucking close. Yeah, they're 
Incredible I mean, vocalist. And the band was awesome. The acting was great. Yes. But the the woman that was the lead role um, did some Disney stuff because they had the program. And you could read about all the actors or performers in there, in their bios. And uh, yeah, I was floored. Um, so her in in the play, her daughter is a, is bisexual, is having a relationship with this other girl in high school. And then she meets this cute guy, and then the girlfriend comes over to the house in the girl and the cute guy are in bed and she catches them and then she didn't confront them then but she confronted them she confronted her later and what was the song the, you ought to know what is it you ought to know you ought to know mm -hmm. yeah and just that was so powerful in the second act oh yeah the way that they translated that was just incredible yeah just the energy and the like you know this cross that I have to bear that mm -hmm. you gave me or what, mm -hmm. I mean, the lyrics and it's like, it's not fair. Right. It's not fair. Right. I mean, and, and you're just talking about kids. I don't want to downplay this, but you're just talking about kids in high school and get your heart broken all that. When, you know, but when you, when you get into your adult life and you know, I'm going to use me cause I can 27 years of marriage. And then the fucking cross, I crosses I had to bear and the shit I had to deal with. I mean that that is some deep emotional crap, and you, you you think you're past it and above and above it, and then I mean just the the energy and the direction when she was singing that song to her was like holy shit, yeah. And if you really paid, I mean I I love her too, but I'm not a super fan like you are. I think every chick on the fucking planet is, but I mean, I, I love her stuff. And then, you know, be, be the perfect person or that song or the girl. Perfect. Perfect. Is mm -hmm. that the name of the song? Mm -hmm. I mean, man, that got me because my dad was just a motherfucker with me and I could, I could never do right. Yeah. And it just, uh, you know, it bring tears to my eyes. I'm like, shit, you know, yeah. it, 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 I don't think you really ever get past that emotional scarring. Uh, regardless of gender, but if you're a man, it's like, oh, you're a pussy, you know, and you cried about that stuff. What's wrong with you? Get over it. Again, one of my worst phrases, just get over it. Yeah, you love that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially when people have no idea what they're talking about or they've never gone so deep into emotions that you would realize you just don't get over something like, mm -hmm. like that. When you're told you're never good enough or you're not perfect or you could have done better or make me proud. And all those lyrics in that song was just like, you know, holy shit. Yeah. So I was totally floored. What am I? Number two. Number one, number two. Hello. <laughs> org. Okay. So you talk now. I'm talking. Because we both keep floating in and out of our mics, but uh, I want consistent levels because... Because. Because you're an audiophile. Yes. <laughs> yes, audio is a big thing to me, but mm -hmm. the quality of it. But um, I I was floored. I thought it was going to be a play with all these women bitching about men and, you know, Alanis, when that song came out. Yeah. I mean, I remember the DJs going, 
who's this crazy fucking bitch? You know, screaming and yelling in the mic and the radio about this guy that broke her heart. Yeah. You know, and, and that album's 28 years old, so whatever year that was. And it's like, that whole album is just amazing. You know, it's almost like a mantra. Oh, it is. Well, now, but I mean, back then. No, it was Back then, then when the single, <laughs> now when the single came out, she was kind of labeled as a crazy bitch that needs therapy. Well, some people may, some people may have said well, that. Mostly that, men. Well, and that's what this was, two assholes on the radio. Well, yeah. In so, Chicago saying that. And there were plenty of us women out there going, hell yeah, sister. Yeah, no, and, and that's great. I mean, but the. My point is, is that now 28 years later and in between that time, it, it's amazing what she has done. Oh, my God. What I thought was really cool, too, is they pulled some of her newer songs or songs from other albums in as well. It was really, really cool. But she's done amazing things. Not only does she done amazing things musically, uh, but just as a human being. And through her music, you really get to learn her journey. Well, me being fucked up from a child of an <coughs> adult, adult child of an alcoholic, you, the shit I went through, the way I was treated by my dad, the way you were treated by your mom. And it's that, and it's like, you know, are we the only two people that are like getting emotionally upset about what we're seeing here? I don't know. And, and I'm just going to put it that way. If, if people haven't been through this and they couldn't connect with that, uh, other than say, wow, that's fucked up. Yeah. Um, if you've had emotional trauma in any of those areas we brought up, uh, it, it just never goes away, and it and it came back out, you know. And and uh, like with the music, which is emotional energy anyway, and then seeing it acted out in front of you, you're getting it from both ends. Oh yeah. And uh, it it was just too much for me to handle. I was just like, fuck, this is you know. This is great, but this is horrible. Yeah. You know, because all that, I don't care how much therapy. So what I'm saying is that if you see this and, you know, you've got 20, 30, 40 years of sobriety or you've been working on yourself forever, um, th this is going to test your armor. Yeah. It's going to hit some really soft places. Yeah. And you, not, you might not be as healed as you think you are. Yeah. Not that you're not healed, but it, it, you're going to think, well, you know, I've, I've learned it. I've gone past it. I'm over it. You're going to find out whether it can be penetrated or not. Yeah. And uh, I'm a pretty tough guy. And it, it uh, you know, it found the cracks in my chinks in my armor. And it's like, holy shit. Uh, yeah. This was really intense. It was amazing. The first act was just off the charts. The singing was off the charts. Um. The second act was good, and that's when they sang that. She sang that song to her. Mm -hmm. What's the song? You ought to know. You ought to know, which everybody knows, right? And everybody's had their heart broken and smashed. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, you ought to know what the fuck you did to me. Yeah, you know, and everything I had to do, and um, and I like the "You Live, You Learn." What song is that? Oh like, yeah, you yeah you learn because they had the. Song. They had the lyrics in front of me. We were in the front row, stage left on the end, and they had a teleprompter thing probably for people that can't hear, I would right. assume. And uh, I was right in front of it, and I, I was reading the lyrics, and that, that song, you live, you learn, you bleed, you learn, 
everything is you learn. Yeah. So you go through all this fucking shit, but what you get out of it is you learn. That's what I, that's what I get out of that. Oh no, that's exactly what it was well, that's what for. I, that's what I thought. Yeah. But I was you're like, right. That's my interpretation. Mm-hmm. You know, you get fucked, you learn, you know, you get destroyed, you get, you learn. Uh, but it's a hell of a way to learn. And I think it's a way of persevering and it's like, it's all about learning. Yes. Absolutely. You know? That song got me through a lot of hard times. Yeah. You just learn, yep. you just learn what not to do. That's right. And, and move past it and, and don't repeat your mistakes, you know? Uh, but it was, uh, it, it felt like it was a four hour play, right? Three or four, three, 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 mm-hmm. three hour play, two acts, 20 minute inter, inter, uh, what do you call it? 15 minute intermission intermission. Mm-hmm. And, um, I felt like I had three hours of therapy. Yeah. It was fucking ridiculous <laughs> in a good way though. Yeah, in a very good way. Yeah, but it, what can whatever? I mean, the only thing that was missing is <coughs> she didn't get cancer. I mean, she got everything else though. Yeah, she did. You know, a daughter that you know, a, a stepdaughter that was black, they adopted, and then her, her biological son who made it into Harvard, and her adopted daughter's black and a lesbian, and you know, never good enough. And um, I, I just like how they fit the album into a dysfunctional family structure. Yes. In a supposedly perfect family that right. wasn't That's so not perfect. So much. Yeah. 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 You you might want to be careful a perfect family you think is perfect is not so much. No. They, that's what they want you to see. Yep. And in the background, trust me. And and with people too. I'm not gonna get into it. But people put on a facade when they're in front of you and and they're in public, but behind closed doors. It could be. It could be, and it usually is a whole different thing. A thousand percent. Too good to be true. It probably is. Yep. That's that's a model that I always. You know, it's like this is too perfect. Something's wrong. Yeah. You know. So, uh, but but I highly recommend it. I think tonight was tonight was the last show, right? Yeah. And they're touring around the country, right? There. Yeah. So if you get a chance to see Jagged Little Pill, um. You're going to be floored. Bring tissues. Fucking floored. Yep. Yeah. Definitely prepare yourself emotionally. We were not, and it and really took us. No, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the saddest movie I've ever seen. I can't recall, but it was, it was that. I mean, yeah. it was just. Oh my god, this is just so horribly sad. Yeah. But it wasn't done in that manner. You right. Know, it was right. just a life, like a sitcom. You know, here's the. Here's Fresh Prince from Bel Air, and you know the family. But then, but then you see the inside of how fucked up that is, right? Uh, on the facade that you know everything's fine, but it's not. Yeah. And the woman almost died of an OD of taking oxycotton because she was in a car wreck and she couldn't get her scheduled to to drug according to the play. I think right. it is because uh, it's an opiate and you just can't get it when you want. And they only, especially in this state, I mean, it's hard from what I heard to get you know, opiates and prescription drugs. I just don't want to give them to you. But so she went on the street and got it and uh, it was laced with fentanyl and she damn near died. Yep. So, uh, I mean, that's horrible. It's fucking, and you won't even know it, you know, because when the husband confronted the doctor, what do you mean she OD'd? She's not a drug addict and she don't look like a drug addict. And the doctor goes, well, what does a drug addict look like? I love that line. Uh huh. 
it really calls to yeah. the forefront that yeah. well and again you know the prescription medication epidemic that we yep. have going on in exactly. this country right now so yeah and i'm not a doctor so i'm speaking for myself but i will not take anything unless i'm either dying or the doctor says you got to take this or you're going to die which is usually an antibiotic but painkillers and that i've never even taken them because uh, i know anything that's opiate uh derivative uh, uh opiates and heroin and all that you're you're there's a good chance you're gonna become addicted to it yeah and it's, it's too good not to mention what it does to your body right yeah which but is, by that point it don't matter it's your mind mm -hmm. once you get addicted to that stuff good luck it get because then it numbs everything and it's like oh well, you know this sucks this you know i can't handle it so i'm just gonna take a pill and make it fucking it's probably what's called jagged little pill what's a jagged little pill that but no, i know but what what is it? Is it heroin or is it? Or is it a lot oh, of, no, I, it's not like that. It's no. really more. Yeah. I mean, I think it's more metaphorical. Oh, is it than just the actual physical? Than the actual pill, but yeah, they, they okay. created that narrative around that. I mean, if it was like the round little blue pill, that would be. Uh, I can't think I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> what do you take for a hard on? Oh, yeah. Of Viagra. Viagra. There yeah. it is. Yeah, it's a, long, a round little pill, which I wouldn't know, but I'm just saying. So, you know, round little pill, blue pill. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, it's about Viagra. But right. there's no jagged little pill right. specific to any type of. Well, and it's it's basically like swallowing a hard truth. Like, you know, that's that's the whole. Oh, oh it's, so it's, meta it's like metaphorical. Said, it's a metaphor. It's mm -hmm. not even actually right. a pill. Right. All right. Got it. Yeah. Well, so anyway, that, that, um, I think she's great. I mean, she's in the, in the realm of pink, which I love too. You know, it's just chicks ain't putting up bullshit, man. You know, damn straight. And, and pink, I respect because they wanted to make her like, uh, um, Britney, Br Britney Spears <laughs> and pink told him to go fuck off. I'm not going to be Britney Spears. I'm going to be me. That's what she keeps saying, and it's fantastic. Yeah, so that's great. I love that. I mm -hmm. you know, be you. You know, don't 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 be on a facade or be people. Be somebody that people want you to be, regardless, mm -hmm. personal or professional. Correct. Yeah, because you're just selling your soul, and then that's when things. And that's exactly how Alanis down. was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She inspired a lot of these strong women in music. Yeah, actually, at a time where she really had to fight. Yeah, I think it's amazing. I think it's great, uh, but it's a very, like I said, if you experience any of these uh, topics that we've talked about in your life, it it's it's gonna come out because I mean I I, I don't see how it can't. Yeah, we definitely know? were both in tears. Yeah, so. it's like holy shit, man! And it's not just seeing it on stage; it was the power of the music. Too. Yes. So it was like a holistic. It wasn't one and one was two. One and one was like ten. Yeah, you know, it was just like it was almost too much to, too much to bear. But um, but regardless, I mean, you still should get through it. And it's uh, it's I've only seen a few plays in my lifetime. It's better than Wicked, but it's not the same genre. Yeah, so, it's like apples and oranges. But just in general, like you know, what's what's your best album or favorite song on the planet? That type of thing this is my favorite play to date that I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, it was just off the fucking charts. And this is my number one album of all time. Yeah. So and there it has you go. been for almost 30 years. So there you go. 
So uh, I think we're going to end it on that. It's an hour and 20 minutes. Mm, sure. And 10 minutes of fucking around trying mm. to get this thing to work. <laughs> we're making sure it's working. But uh, yep. yeah, apologies for not being on. Um, it's been crazy. No, nothing short of crazy. Yeah. Uh, life changes that, you know, besides me getting strep throat and being sick, and then we had to move and and we got the dog and we got the truck. I mean, there's a lot of positive momentum and things going on for both of us. Um, and then me not configuring the Mac right because, because I just didn't check it. You know, yeah. just being honest. Because we always use the Windows machine, so there was really no reason right. to check it. But I want to flip to the Mac here in pretty much all areas of what I do. Because uh, it's just a better computer, and yeah. no arguing that. Right. Uh, better OS, better applications, and uh, it just sits here. So I just, <laughs> I just might as well use. It. And I bought a MacBook Air. You did. Yeah, because it's my favorite computer laptop of all times, and I had one like 15 years ago, and uh, I just want another one, and so I'm going back to my Mac. Uh, my Mac roots. preference, yeah, yeah. roots. Yeah, <laughs> way back when it started in 1999. Yeah. With the uh, aquarium-looking iMacs and the clamshell <laughs> iBooks and G4 towers, G5 towers. It was amazing. Uh, cube, I had a cube. Mm -hmm. I had all of it. I mean, it was, I was Harman Kardon sticks. Flat, the flat panel thermometer was a dot thermometer. <laughs> God. <laughs> Flat panel monitor. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, it was a grand. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so I was all in until the assholes went from the went from their Motorola chip to the Pentium chip, and it made it a paperweight. Oh yeah. Yeah, kind of like what they're doing again now. Now they went back to the mm -hmm. they went from the uh, from the Pentium back to their whatever it is. The M1. M1, the M1 and, and M2. M2, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I'm sure is Motorola, because that's who was making them. I right. could be wrong, but Motorola was making their chips. But Motorola is owned by Google now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I don't know hmm. how true that would be, because now you're funding the pockets of your competitor. But, you know, but, uh, but anyway, I'm going back to Mac, and I am going back to Mac. And we're using a new mixer, so it's just all new stuff. And the acoustics in here suck. <laughs> We're definitely gonna have so to do something we about gotta that. Put up something to yeah blankets or something to uh, if we did this in the bedroom, but there's no room. We can make a corner. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, so anyway, I don't have much to say. Um, I'm gonna go to bed. We want to go to bed, mm -hmm. or at least um, chill, spend some more time with the dog, and then. The dog. The and dog. Then, and then get out of here and go to bed. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed the show. I might look at comments. If I see one negative one, I'm not going to look at them because I'm not in the mood. Uh, but I'm always open for feedback. Um, so there you go. Oh, there's some comments in here. All right, I'll go through them. Uh, Public schools or child prisons? I wouldn't argue that. Isaac says, good morning. And where, where are you from? Good morning. It's time to go to bed here. Yeah. Uh, 
what else here? The civil rights movement was a psyop. Could be. You're not going to get no argument out of me. Uh, politics is WWE wrestling. I have said that. You have said that more myself. times. Oh, yeah. You are exactly Absolutely correct. correct. Taxation is theft. Yes, uh, it is too. That's supposedly on a voluntary system. Yeah. So if you do it, then you're voluntary. Volunteering, I mm-hmm. guess, in the in the eyes of the government. But then, when you don't want to volunteer, then somebody end up in prison, right? Um, child abusers are evil. Yes, absolutely. I still want to see that movie though, but I don't know if I could take it. I know. I, I will be so pissed. Just I don't. I don't know if I. I honestly don't know if I can take it. Animal animal abuse and child abuse and sex trafficking. I have no tolerance. Right. So I don't, I don't I, I know, and I and I and I don't know if I want to. I know myself well enough. I don't yeah. want to go down that road. Uh, you like the show? Thank you very much. Oh, look at all these hearts. I know. Appreciate all that. Thank, Thank you very you much. So much. Um, when's the money coming? No, just kidding. <laughs> I don't do this for the money. We uh-uh. we don't do it for the money. We don't. Uh, the vast majority of children have been abused. Most people deny it to protect their abusive parents. Huh? Uh, yeah, nah. I've heard some pretty crazy stories in my I've heard of crazy work. stories too. Yeah. Uh, what else? If you if you have unpresent un what? I don't know. Do you need your repentant classes? child abuse in your life? You're not healed. Mm. I didn't have child. Yeah, see, I didn't have child physical child. I had mental. I didn't. I didn't have any physical. Mental and emotional. Mental and mental, mental scars way deeper because a physical wound heals. Mental cuts so deep it may never heal. I have said that many times. Bruises. It's heal, true. Yeah. But emotional heal. Yeah. Emotional wounds don't heal the same way. I don't know if one's ever healed. I mean that that's a personal mm-hmm. individual. I think it takes. Some it could take a lifetime. Work. My mom's been working on it her whole entire life, right, and absolutely. she'll tell you she's not healed. Right? I, it is so, a long road. I mean, yeah, I, I'm just going to say this, and this is 100 percent honest. I thought I was healed in in this and that, and I saw this play today, and I found out that it just came right back. Wow. Well, with my dad. Yeah. You know, not not everything. You know, just what they were being specific to, and. You're not being perfect, so make us proud and yeah. try harder or do harder and all this, you know, uh, bullshit to be a perfect kid. So you make your family and your parents look good. You know, it, my dad was ashamed of me. Yes, and I, you and you and I see so eye to eye on this. Yeah, so that's kind of hard just to heal and get over. I mean, it I could be careless and go. Fuck him. I don't care. He's dead. He can rot in hell. I don't really care. I don't have to worry about him anymore. Yeah, but even even if I did do that, and then seeing something like today, yeah, it takes you back when this happened in the moment, and to mentally block that out, which you would have to, would be, in my opinion, for me, the only way I could get through it. Absolutely. Hey, the, what the hell was that? That's ice the machine? ice machine. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like we really have to fix that. Fucking door down. I just want to say this um, one thing on that topic. Yeah, is that. Typically, I would say 99% of the time, our parents are the recordings in our head. And whatever message it is that they recorded 
and placed into our head, we spend many times a lifetime trying to delete that recording and uh, create our own. It's really, really hard. It, it is, but I'm even going to get to this. I, I mean, mental warfare and weaponized is, is at an all-time high right now. Right. You got elected servants doing it to you. Right. You have sociopaths that you can't identify that are doing it yeah. to you. I mean, you're ca- you're getting attacked in every which way. The stupid TV mm-hmm. coming at you. Yes. I'll take this pill, but it might cause death and fucking... Uh, Liver failure and kidney failure, but uh, you know it'll be just fine. You're you're getting all this bullshit shot at you, right? And um, I mean that stuff doesn't bother me, right? But when it when it's like from somebody close, mom, dad, family member, wife, ex wife, any anybody that you know, by default you would think they wouldn't do that. Actually, you know they wouldn't do that, and they do do that. Yeah. And then when you figure out what they were doing to you, it's devastating. The damage is done. Yeah. So now you have to realize, go, that wasn't me. That wasn't my fault. I'm not going to feel guilty for this, and I'm I'm going to reverse engineer it and fix it, and then I'm going to move on. But when but when you go, you know, it's I'm not a Vietnam vet or war vet or something, but that's why people have PTSD. You know. Oh, oh, fireworks scare you? Hey, listen, asshole. If you saw the shit I did, that sounds like artillery going off, so fuck off. Absolutely. There's something you really never heal from. It's why I call it relationship trauma. Yeah. It is truly, it's it's a real thing. (laughs) Yeah. And that can be based on any kind of relationship that you were mentally and emotionally damaged from. Right. So, again, as much healing as I've done in, in... professional help and books and self, you know, growth and moving onward and upward. You know, I, I don't know if it's a question or a judgment of actually being healed. You know, I, I just think it's, um, if you're still okay, living, living with it and it happened to you, like accepting it, I guess, except a hundred percent acceptance. And how can you accept yeah, that? I mean, that's the thing you don't really ever, Fully okay. accept it. You just move. Right. I th- I I believe anyway for myself anyway that it's do you live there in the past when it happened or do you live now where and you can acknowledge that that horrible thing happened and it will sometimes set you off. It will sometimes affect you because you lived it. It was horrible. It right. just depends on how you're living your life now. That's to me the difference between whether you're healed or not. Do you still relive it all the time or is it living? Is it in the past and sometimes it visits you? It doesn't visit me and I don't block it. But like I said, seeing it on stage and the, oh my that God, music yeah. is so fucking powerful. Agreed. Agreed. That it's, it's like having a nuclear bomb shoved up your ass and like, oh, oh how come that hurt you? It's like, really? Really? I've been through it. You know, yeah. But I still think, for me, it's a, it's 100% acceptance. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, he was yep. an asshole. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. And although he could never do it to me again, because number one, he's dead. Number two, it would never happen, because now I know what you're doing. Right. But when you see it happening to somebody else, that's right. and then it's backed up by by a thousand times of emotions and energy with the music, it's, it's too much. It is. Without a it's doubt? too fucking much. I can watch movies about stuff like this all day long, but when when you have that that power of the emotional 
energy of the music coming at you. I mean, I, I don't see how you can ignore that. You can't. Yeah, I just don't. Um, let's see what else. Did your mom emotionally abuse you? No, my mom's a saint. She wasn't. Um, she was the one that tried to keep everything together. She clo She chose your dad. She witnessed his abuse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a drunk. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but he had 35 years of sobriety. I, I mean, I, I don't want to paint my dad out to be a monster, but uh, I was his stepson. Uh, he didn't like me. He resented me. And uh, I could never do, uh, I could never make him happy. I could never get his acceptance or his approval, right? Like you with your mom. So, right. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. It was just a never ending, never good enough, very damaging, um, confidence destroying, low esteem. You know, just, you're just never going to be good enough. Right. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Yes, that's called an intro introject internalized parent. What's that? Hmm. Intro introject. I never heard of that. Mm -mm. I know it means inward something, mm -hmm. but never heard that term. I think propaganda and marketing are only effective because parents lie to their kids. Interesting. Um, that's an interesting perspective. That's a discussion and yeah. one that I would not definitely argue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, let's see here. Uh, one third of girls and one fifth of boys are sexually abused. The vast majority of that is by family members. All right. So I can say that I've never been physically abused by my, by my mom, by my dad. Um, and I busted my ass so my wife at the time could raise my kids because I didn't want some creep, especially a family member, like you just said, who you think by default you can trust, which is a big mistake, obviously, in a lot of areas. Uh, because I would, add, well, I don't want to say anything that's going to paint me bad, but just I have zero tolerance for that. Just put it that way. So I would not put up with it. And I would say as a trauma therapist, that statement is absolutely correct that most of the time it is from a family member. Yeah. Um, and it is, that's what makes it even more devastating as if the act itself wasn't bad enough. It's a trusted person, someone that you're taught to look up to and trust. Then on top of that, typically families will then completely ignore or negate that it happened. Right. They don't, no one wants to believe that they yeah. happened. So there is a lot of layers to that kind of abuse. It's horrible. It's devastating. I, I can say a hundred percent confidence that if that happened to me and my kids, or even now my grandkids, whoever did that would not be in my family. And I would immediately unassociate, disassociate, cast them out. You're not in my family anymore. Period. Absolutely. Period. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say to that. Um, what else? Child abuse causes brain damage. That is absolutely true. Trauma causes yeah, brain damage. There's, mm -hmm. a, there's a link up here. Yeah, it's true. Uh, which is good. I like that. I'm not one of those fact people. 
I mean, this is deep emotional opinionated experience crap. This, you know, well, where's your fact on that? It's like, you know what, whoever this person is knows what they're talking about. And I'm not looking to shoot them down or put holes in what mm -hmm. they're saying because just like us squawking on here and they're being, being respectful and nice listening to our opinions, I also respect their opinions. Agreed. But, you know, putting some links up here for people to do their homework is, is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. That's, thank you for that. Uh, that article discusses how child abuse damages the brain on a physical level. Yeah. I, I, I don't doubt that for a second. Yeah. Um, if your abusive parents are in your life, I believe it's impossible to heal. It's like trying to not be afraid when a bear is circling your camp. Well, and we've talked about this too. I mean, I, I have... I have, sad to say, cast out everybody in my family for reasons I don't want to get into that I have discussed because otherwise we'll be up until the crack of dawn. If we And I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I'm, I'm not going to repeat myself at this point of what's happened to me. But I have cast everybody out of my family except my son because of that statement right there. It is very, very difficult to heal with your abuser of whatever kind of abuse. Yep. Uh, in your face, and in your life. There's more than abusive parents, too. Yes. And I and I know they're not saying just right, parents, right. but whoever said, you know, Karyos, whoever's saying this, it's it goes way beyond your parents. It, it goes into people that you would even never guess. Right. Or even if you're told it, be like, no way. You know, like me, Tim would never do that. You know, and then, and then somehow there's proof or something that I did do that or I was like that. Uh, and then, like you said, for some reason, you know, people are, um, they look the other way or, or whatever, you know, they're in denial about it. Yeah. Um, but for that reason right there, if I have any abuse in my family, I don't care who they are. And I've told you before, I'll give people three strikes. Yep. And my mother got three strikes. My sister got three strikes. My daughter got three strikes. Uh, my ex-wife, everybody that's not in my life, I've been more, you've seen it, mm -hmm. patient, mm -hmm. outreaching, understanding, olive branch, and still got it shoved up my ass. So that, so you're done. You're done. So that's why um, it is, and it is impossible to heal if you have those people in your life. Absolutely. How can it, how can you heal if you keep reopening the wound? You have to have the space. Uh, correct. Uh, but it's a very hard thing to do. It is. What's up, Oz? Thank you. He was in and he's out. He, he gave us like 125 hearts. Wow. Uh, in in the history of him listening. So that's awesome. Wow. Right here. Amazing. Uh, people like in this show, criticizing evil people is awesome. Awesome? Really? I know it's hard. I'm proud of you for your courage. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I call a spade a spade, you know, right. and, and believe me. And, uh, well, you know, what about you? And I'm not perfect, but I've, I've never abused kids or anything of the kind. I mean, oh my God, these no. people are pieces of shit, you yeah. know, and, and that is not being a good human. No. So, it, and I don't want to hear the excuse that you can't be a good human. Yes, you can. It's a choice. Right. And if you can't be a good human, and you can't make that choice or know the difference between good and bad or evil, light, dark, whatever, Satan, God, then you better get your ass into facility or get some help. Yeah. 
because you got some serious problems and you're going to destroy other people's lives just by you being in them. So, uh, yeah, those people I have no compassion or mercy for. And I am a compassionate, you know. Of course. I treat people the way that I would want to be treated in a situation. Yes. You know, give me one mulligan. You know, if I fuck up and I didn't even know I fucked up, say, Tim, you know, that was really offensive or you hurt me when you said this or did this when I wouldn't even know. Right. Say, oh, I'm, I'm really sorry. You know, it won't happen again. I get it and forgive me and, you know. Uh, and but then give me two more strikes because I'm not perfect and two different strikes not right two strikes in the same thing mm -hmm. just in general you know it, it, if I'm that bad and not a good human for you and I do something three times that's enough to cross your boundary then we shouldn't be in each other's lives right right absolutely yeah so um ostracizing means kicking people out of your life yeah, but it's so hard to do. I mean, I went saw a therapist right before COVID came here. And then I moved to Florida and uh, I gave him my whole story in the first session. And I talked and I talked and I talked and my time was up. And I said, so what do you think? And he looked right at me and he said, Tim, don't be part of the circus. Yeah. Yeah. But to do that is very hard. You're talking about your fucking family, you know? Yeah. It's like taking your dog because it bit somebody once, you know, or maybe even twice or three times and taking your dog and putting them down. I mean, you know, and it's 10 times worse than that. You know, it's it's because this is your family. Yeah. You know, and and it's a hypnotic rhythm and outwitting, outwitting the devil again that these these people need you in their lives more than you need them, but they flip it and twist it like you need them. So that's why they keep you around for selfish asshole reasons. And they don't want you to rise above because they don't know how to do it and they can't do it. But now you're a threat because you're doing it. So they try to pull you back down. Yes. And that's a big part of that book. Right. That's very hard to accept and go, I'm, I'm sorry. I, there's a big difference between running away and walking away. Running away is just running away and not dealing with anything. But if you tried to deal with things and come up with some resolution or said your piece and your side about things and it just won't change, then you have to walk away. You have to. Agreed. For survivability. For your Yep. For your own survival. Yep. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, you guys are hitting all the right notes. No, oh, thank you. I didn't even play the guitar yet. Uh, did you sing? <laughs> I haven't I didn't sung know, yet. I didn't know we were singing or playing, doing musical stuff. No, thank you very Don't much. Tempt That's, me. And there's a little purple heart there. That's, see this, and this is why I do this. And I know this is why you do it, but I'm not speaking for you. I do this because I want people to resonate and know that, you know, there's people out there that have gone through this or going through it and you're not alone. Absolutely. You know, don't feel like you're alone. And being alone sucks because I was alone literally for a good five, six years, maybe seven yeah. until recently. With you. I mean, I've had my dating thing and all that, but I'm, I, you know, about really being close to another person. You know, this woman sitting next to me, we're going on what, five, six months? Six months, yeah. Six months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've been divorced for almost eight years. So you do the math. It's a lot of math. It's a lot of years, too. That's a <laughs> lot of lonely time. And I mean alone, lonely. Like you come home, no cat, no dog, no fish, no nothing, just you. 
And that's when I did a lot of healing and a lot of homework. And um, I decided to be a good human, you know, be the best human that I can be because I'm not going to let this bullshit and people destroy me. Absolutely. Because that, that was their intentions. And fuck you. I'm going to prove you wrong. Like, I'm told, you can't do that. You can't. You know, really? Watch. That's one of my favorite things about you. No. <laughs> uh, I'll, I will definitely. And it's not to prove you wrong. It's just that I know I can do it to prove myself right. Right. Exactly. It's not to prove you wrong. Mm -hmm. It's like, I can do this. Yeah. I know I can do this. If I can't do it, like, oh, Tim, I bet you can't jump to the moon. Well, fuck, of course I can. I know I can't do that, but you know, <laughs> things that they can't do because they probably tried and well, you know, I, and I've seen other people try. You can't do that. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll figure it out. I won't. I'll do yeah. it. So I'm not, I'm not even worried about it. Um, but I, that's great. That's one of the best comments I've ever seen. Yeah. You guys are hitting all the right notes. We appreciate that. Yeah. That's that, our goal. That, uh, that means a lot. I appreciate that. Yeah, it sure does. I know it's hard. I've criticized most people from my life. I'm what? Mm. No, ostracized. Mm -hmm. I don't need glasses. Damn it. Or do you? I don't need no stinky glasses. <laughs> I know it's hard. I've ostracized most people from my life. This is why I said, I'm proud of you. You're whipping ass, Tim. Wow. Yeah. How come this fucking guy could, or woman could be my mom? I mean, I can't say nothing bad about my mom, so I'm just going to assume right. it's a guy. Why couldn't this guy be my dad? Why couldn't why couldn't I be Wolfgang Van Halen and Eddie Van Halen being my dad? <laughs> I, Who should get yeah. the father? You know, yeah, he had his problems, and Eddie Van Halen was this and that. But you cannot argue that he was a fucking awesome father. He sure was. He's got my vote. I mean, he was just yeah. amazing. Uh, okay, congratulations on finding each other. I like the I like the formation formulation. Love is an involuntary response to virtue. If you're virtuous, I'm thinking you two are virtuous as hell. Wow. Wow. Well, the funny thing about that is, or how you look at it, is I wasn't, I mean, we're always looking for somebody, but like consciously and like, you know, like a goal thing, or I'm going to meet somebody or ask a friend, you know, hey, could you set me up with KK? You know, it's like, right. Not even in the realm of what I <laughs> what I was thinking or wanted to do. Nope. And the same with her. Nope. But we just uh, stumbled across each other back in January through mutual music. Music brought us together, and it keeps us together, and it's going to continue to do that. But because um, we're collaborating and we're starting we're starting a band, and you know she's teaching me how to sing because she's a vocal coach, right? Yeah. Uh, and teaches piano, and I've been in music on and off since I was 13, starting an orchestra. And then in my 20s, I started playing guitar. And now she's teaching me how to sing, and I'm teaching her uh, with other people, but I'm teaching her to play guitar. Uh, and she's taking lessons, and it's great. I mean, it's, you know, reciprocity at its finest, I think. In many areas of yeah. our life. And, yep. we're, and we're going to therapy proactively. Heck yeah, we are. So when's the last time you heard that shit, let alone people go to therapy when they do have problems? We're we're being proactive because we've both been through so much shit. I mean, I confronted her nicely about a thing, and I go, you know, I didn't want to say nothing, but, you know, you're totally different when we're in church. Yeah. And she was kind of floored instead of getting pissed. And she's like, wow, um, 
thank you for bringing that to my attention because it's true. Yeah. Because you're indoctrinated by the fucking Catholic Church, sorry, or any religion for that matter. And it's like, yeah, you've been programmed and conditioned that when you walk into a church subconsciously, you don't talk, you don't, you know, you sing, you shut up, and you sit there and put a hundred dollars in a collection fucking book, a collection thing, and and you know, that's say exactly some, I say mean, some hail marys and get the hell out of there. Yep, I became a different person, and it was really, it was awesome. I mean, I that's one of the things I appreciate very much about our relationship is just our honesty and our ability to say the thing to each other, whatever it is, without either one of us blowing up or being angry. It's like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can see yeah, that. I didn't say it to be a dick. I said no, it out of concern because take it's it like, that way. Why? no, I know you didn't, but some people would. Right. You know, it's like, well, gee, that's a real asshole thing to say, but, but it's not, it was a caring, loving thing. Exactly. I'm like, wow. I mean, who is this woman that <laughs> when she walks under, you know, into a sacred building or a church that she's, you know, but yeah, I, I revert back to, you know, freaking seven year old, KK. <laughs> yeah, seven-year-old kid, keep your mouth shut and, yep. and read the Bible or you're going to go to hell, yep. you know, that type of thing. Uh, but but we're doing proactive therapists, licensed, legitimate. We're paying 160 70 seven, Oh, God. <laughs> 170 bucks to this guy once a month. And uh, it's been very... Um, it's been very enlightening and it's... Um, uh, I mean, it's awesome. It's all on a proactive instead of reactive. Well, yeah. I mean, so. the bottom line is you and I have been through some serious relationship shit, and we don't want it to affect the rest of our lives. We don't want it to affect right. and, our relationship. And, and we don't want our self-defense mechanisms coming, coming at, you know, like let's say we get into an argument, which I really don't think we've had yet. No. I mean, we've had disagreements, but no arguments mm -hmm. like telling each other to fuck off which would never happen but right. you, know, you know what i'm saying i do we're a little bit more mature than that at this age yeah it better be but <laughs> but we don't want like when it starts going down that road right. um like our defenses to come in because of our past horrible experiences with other bad humans or you know whatever you want to call right them. well and the thing is the great thing i think is that we have our own self-awareness so I can say, or you can say, and we've both said this in our conversations, uh, I think this might be coming from my past or, hey, I'm being defensive because right. or whatever. Yeah. And, hey, have some patience with me while I try to figure out how to communicate this without pissing anybody off or being upset myself. Yeah. You know, it's right. we're so honest about where we're coming from, too, that that really, really helps. Yeah, and we're and we're both so open mind minded and not like blaming or accusational. It's like uh yeah. like a lot of times she asked me, How do you feel? And I don't know if it was this morning or yesterday. I'm like, I, I really don't want to tell you right how I feel and I never say that and it just it I'm pissed. <laughs> you know, because yeah. obviously it's something to do with my grandson's first birthday and my whole family's gonna attend and uh KK and I think it's not a good idea to be there. And I agree, but I don't want to not be there because of somebody, but we're not going to be there. And uh, plus it puts time pressure on our trip, which we don't right. want. Right. So just the, the universe and the flow of things are saying, don't be there anyway. So we'll just, we'll celebrate it on his birthday with my son, his fiance and my grandson. Um, but the whole point of that is, is that 
we're we're compassionate and open minded and experienced and spiritually strong enough to be concerned about each other's feelings and and ask them about them and and then even kind of relate to like I related the church to you and your right. behavior you didn't even weren't even aware of it and same thing for me you know it's like well where do you think that comes from I mean well, it comes from my fucking asshole dad right you know never being good enough which is right. it's an easy thing to say in a blanket but really it's where a lot of my a lot of my dysfunctionality and character defects come from but it also a lot of my strengths too my tenacity never giving up and i'm going to prove you wrong yeah because i proved my dad wrong more than once and uh only one time told me he was proud of me and the whole time he was alive yeah that's when i started my business and i was successful so uh uh here's some more comments here um congratulations on finding each other i like the formulation love is an involuntary response oh i said that right mm -hmm. uh it sounds like you were engineered for each other engineered <laughs> i like that <laughs> engineered i like it huh that's a fun word so like like when the aliens engineered when they cross hybrid the apes in their own kind mm. to create humans that type of engineering is that is that what he's talking Could about be. it is a theory though oh i know oh i know why not <laughs> that's that's the no question, that's right? what that's good but yeah. i'm just being a dick and a it. smart ass I, I i get that thank you very much um uh like the shogun i think what you're describing is the difference between trans actual and empathetic relationships mm. um this person's got to be mm. educated knows what mm. in a trans actual actional relationship you're afraid to say exactly. the rough truths yeah beautiful exclamation point and that's i'm i use that terminology a lot in is your relationship transactional um Really? If, I never heard you, of that word. But. So essentially is, are you doing something to get something in return? Or are you doing it from a truly empathetic oh, and giving and so on giving conditions or, right. And that's or manipulation. And there's a lot of damage that wow. happens in transactional relationships and you have to check yourself. Huh. You have to make sure you're not doing things to so get something. So tit for tat or right? quid pro quo. I'm saying right. this because I want that. Right. Well, fuck you. Sorry. And a lot of resentment and a lot yeah. of uh, poisonous, yeah. See, toxic things happen because of transactional relationships. See, and once again, my term along with music and everything else and this stuff in respect is mindfuckery. Right. <laughs> it's my favorite. This is mindfuckery. <laughs> People are fucking with your mind. Yeah. And they're weaponizing your emotions right. and your, your mental, um, uh, your lower level of mental intelligence and emotional intelligence yeah. to use against, weaponizing it against you.